Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. It's the gift that keeps on giving, even if you don't want to accept it. Easy for me to say. Guys of a certain age, Robbie Koblenz in studio alongside... Art Shirley and Jay Reed. Happy almost Christmas. Happy almost Christmas. As we record this, it uh, Christmas is in front of us, and as you listen to it, Christmas would have just happened. Wow. So this is kind of like a timey-wimey little nebula wormhole thing right that's right so i'm assuming we all had good christmases or at least you know did yeah. you get any you might have gotten coal in your stocking jay <laughs> probably so <laughs> that you put there yourself and you forgot right i bought it myself there you go because it Here, was Melissa, put this in my stocking because it was collectible coal that's right actually charcoal would be great for me right now i may need to ask for that put some charcoal in there it. you go yeah. yeah coal turns to diamond if you keep it long enough you know i keep everything <laughs> under pressure Oh, there's a lot of pressure. Ding, 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 a, lot of episodes, ding, ding, a lot of Superman ding, ding, comic ding, books ding, where he puts a diamond ding, under. Ding, 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 ding. Under pressure. Queen. Oh. Yeah. Under pressure. I thought that was Ice Ice Baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, according to according to Vanilla Ice, theirs is just a uh, little yeah. different. Theirs goes dun 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 and mine goes dun 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 I'm like, yeah, right, okay. Yeah, whatever. Whatever, whatever Iceman. Whatever, Rob. So, okay, let's jump into uh, Geeks of the Week. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. We haven't we haven't cleared Geeks of the Week with each other, so there's well, maybe like, Geek of the Week roulette. <laughs> That's right. Geek yeah. roulette. Uh, the latest rumor, and maybe this is up there with Snoop Dogg being a Mandalorian, but this, uh, Harrison Ford is going to reprise his role as Han Solo yet again after saying he was done with it completely. Shades of Sean Connery. Shades huh? of Sean Connery and Daniel Craig. Uh that he was, he was going to play Han one more time. What they're going to do is he'll either be in The Mandalorian or The Book of Boba Fett. We're not sure. Uh, but uh, he's going to play, he's going to through the de-aging process uh, the same way they did with um, Mark Hamill playing Luke Skywalker. They'll, they'll have Han Solo be on one of the episodes of one of those two shows, possibly. So if it's one of those two shows, aren't they already filmed? Uh, well, it'd be a later season. Well, Mandalorian, yeah. okay, later, okay. Yeah. Mandalorian's not filmed. Third season's not filmed of that yet. Boba Fett okay. would be, so he won't okay. be in Boba Fett. So, no, he'd be shooting his That we know of. Right. Yeah. Or at least ah, not the season. That's okay. true. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Maybe he makes an appearance at the end. Because it would be great to me if they could uh, reunite Luke and Han on this, and Chewie on the mm-hmm. uh, same screen, you know, since they missed that opportunity in the follow-up trilogy. Yeah, they were on the screen. And they the were same. never on the screen at the same time. Wow. Okay. Huh. Well, that trilogy probably could have used some planning ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. or or you know maybe a story arc that George went, Lucas may have come up went, with. Went through that followed through the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. All right. So that's going to be interesting. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's doing some de aging stuff for the Indiana Jones uh, movie that's coming out. And there was a halt in production on the indie movie, correct? Yeah. Did he have another accident? I think he had another yeah. accident. Yeah, you got to keep him away from movies. He's unassurable. At his age, another accident could mean something completely different. Because <laughs> he's yeah. of a certain age. That's right. All right, all right. He needs to run PAP for the movie-making process. <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Reed. Okay, speaking of Reeds, Jay, what you got? Well, sad news. Uh, this past week, as we record, Michael Nesmith, formerly of the Monkees, passed away. Yeah. Natural causes, no, you know, wasn't anything... 
um, unusual, but uh, I looked it up and I found no foul play. No foul play. No monkey business. Involved. No monkey business. That's where I was going to go. <laughs> Y'all are good today. Y'all are good. Uh, yeah. So I didn't. Re- I, I read some an article in Rolling Stone about him. He had done some things that I didn't realize. Of course, you know, he wrote a lot of the songs for the monkeys. Yes. Um, he was in later years sort of the the leader of the pack trying to get like creative control back from the monkeys producer so that they could kind of do their own music. Uh, eventually won out on that, I believe. Yeah. And then started a band called, um, the first national band that I don't know. They called him a country rock pioneer. Yeah. And I think when he was asked about it, he says, well, what is country rock anyway? There's too many subgenres to to define this. But, but the quote I was, I found fascinating was that he, um, kind of quit that right before the Eagles came out and the Eagles came out with similar kind of music. I'm guessing. Yeah. So that's, uh, and then, little known fact here: um, his mother. <laughs> yeah, this is the most well-known little-known fact. That's right. Of all oh, time. you know about his mother? Invented Every, liquid paper. Well, I guess maybe you've got something pa- else. No, no, the liquid paper. She invented liquid White paper. Out, yeah, I had no idea. Or is it liquid paper? I think it's liquid paper. paper. It's liquid yes, paper, paper in the, yeah. and generically became known as whiteout. Yeah, well, liquid paper is invented. She makes this multi-million dollar, and I'm, so I'm looking up the two because I don't remember. And the whiteout guy invents whiteout like 20 years later and it's like you didn't invent that man you renamed liquid paper yeah right. <laughs> so yeah liquid paper is what okay. she had so that was a common yeah. knowledge thing that i didn't know as you it's, well you i know. didn't know until he died and it, oh, okay. it, it popped up in oh, social really? media channels yeah yeah no i mean that was like he would go on talk shows you know during the 70s and 80s and and say well my mother invented liquid paper and uh and they would they wouldn't believe him. They thought it was all some kind of part of the joke or whatever. But yeah, so he had, she uh, died young and had sold uh, liquid paper, uh, you know, for multi millions of right. dollars. And so he was well set. Right. And uh, unlike the rest of the monkeys. Uh, yeah, that's right. So uh, he didn't necessarily need the monkeys TV gig, but yeah. So yeah, they uh, they said he had used some of that money to invest in some films and things, and uh, he did not actually tour. With the monkeys. Oh, he did at first. Okay, but he did at the end. Uh, he yeah, during them. the reunion tours, right? When they all went, he was one of the ones that pushed for them to play their own instruments and mm-hmm. things. And and then when they did tour during the height of their celebrity and success, they were all four there. And then when they did the reunion tour, like I know there was uh, one in Memphis during the uh, mid '80s that they did, and he he wouldn't come along with that. So it was uh, Peter, Davy, and Mickey that went mm-hmm. on that. And then I, I got to see their Mickey final and, tour. They he went. Well, it was just Mickey and and Mike. Oh well, I guess so. Okay. Yeah, because that's all that was uh-huh. alive, right? Right. At that yeah. point. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. So and, and no, go ahead. I was gonna go say ahead. that Mickey had released an album earlier this summer called Mickey Sings Nesmith. Right. We talked about that. It was my geek mini episodes ago. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. And really? uh, have you listened to it yet? No, I haven't. I haven't either. But I didn't want to check that out because he's got some great songs. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I listened to some clips when when it first came out. Okay. And didn't he like start the first music video program? Uh, yeah, kind of he a had, MTV I read about that. Forerunner. He had a thing called Elephant Parts, and part of that was doing experimental videos that became music video, and it was it served as an inspiration for MTV. The way he worded it, he said he had made some uh, made some things and sent them to Warner Brothers, and the rest is history. Yeah, MTV came out shortly yeah. thereafter. Yeah, that's so. right. Yes, yeah. so I, I don't know that he got credit. credit. I don't know that he got credit for it, but uh. I think that's that's kind of. Uh, the story of what happened is that he had done all these things and you can go back and find them. They're, they're very much of their age. You know, they're, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, toaster graphics and all that kind of video toaster graphics on it. But um, yeah, it was, it was at the time kind of groundbreaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, 
So yeah, that's a that's a sad loss. Adios, Michael. Yeah. All right. So spoiler alert, because I'm going to geek out for a couple of minutes here. You know, you both. I'm looking at my co-host here. You've seen Art Shirley. <laughs> Jay Reed. <laughs> You've seen Hawkeye episode five. Correct. Yes. Right. Oh, episode five. I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> the next, the penultimate episode, uh-huh. the reveal of Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin at the end of Hawkeye episode five yeah. is like the geekiest, amazing thing I've seen in quite a while. Okay. So really excited about Vinny D being back in the Marvel universe, which lends credence to Kevin Feige's, oh yeah, if we have Daredevil, it's going to be Charlie Cox. So yeah. I have not seen the Spider-Man movie yet. It's supposed to go this afternoon. Charlie Cox has got to show up somewhere. You 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 think Charlie Cox has got to be in Hawkeye episode six or the Spider-Man movie, right? Don't yeah. you think? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, so what what was your reaction when you saw? Well, I kind of you know knew it was coming. Heard it was it was supposed to be happening. You know, the spoiler uh, universe is is particularly bad. It seems right now. Right, right now. Uh, so, you know, I, I figured that's what we were going to see when, when, the, uh, Kate Bishop's mom goes and meets with somebody. Um, I, I thought it might be Tina Fey. Since yeah. Tina see, Fey I thought was, it was going to be Tina Fey. Tina Fey was the one that you not, see. Not Tina Fey. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do that all the time. Julia Louise Stryfus. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Um, Elaine. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I thought it might be her. Yeah. And, um. Uh, so I was I was pleasantly surprised to see that, but the the big implication is not only Charlie Cox, but they say now the all the Marvel all the Netflix TV they're are, canon. Yeah, they're canon now. So that's impressive. Except for Iron Fist. Yeah, yeah. Just, that's kind of kind of that's up there with the Edward Norton um, Incredible Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. yeah, we just don't talk about that a whole lot. Or the Klingons from the original um, Star Trek, the original series. They yeah. just, you know, as Worf would say, we just don't, we don't talk, talk about that. We don't talk about that. <laughs> that was a good episode. Yeah. So, but I, great to see uh, Vinny D back. Well, in. he's going to be an excellent. I mean, they need to take advantage of. It. I've I've seen some stuff uh, this morning that said they're concerned because you know his the violence of his character that we saw, especially because the Netflix versions were particularly violent yeah. more so than what disney plus is going to be able to do absolutely so uh curious to see what happens with that but i hope they they let him be the kingpin we've come to know and love i mean he's ominous enough just a great villain yeah yeah he absolutely is and really i think it'd be kind of fun if they had him show up in spider-man and in daredevil i mean because that's what he did in the comic books yeah you know so that'd be great because he was he was part of spider-man's rogue rogue uh, Rogue's Gallery, I can't say yeah. it right. Yeah. yeah, because he originally appeared in Spider Man. I think right? it was yeah, he was originally a Spider Man character. So that, um, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. So just waiting for Jessica Jones to show up because uh, who knows what what's her face is doing now? Yeah, what's her, I don't know what uh, exactly. Ritter. Yeah, Kristen Ritter. Kristen Ritter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah just, that, that, I want to see all those folks too, and I guess we'll do probably a Hawkeye wrap up sometime so. after first of the year. Yeah. Um, once we've seen all there's just one more episode left i know that's tragic so this has been becky's favorite series because she had kind of bowed out after uh, falcon and winter soldier she yeah. didn't watch loki although i think she would have liked loki you know we should probably do an episode soon about our favorite uh, movies and streamers of of 2021 okay yeah but we'll, that's, we'll prepare for that and, yeah. and maybe come back next time and do it yeah yeah but okay. not this week because we're going to come back we're going to talk our part two of 
what would be the perfect guys of a certain age New Year's party and who you would invite. Up next. And we're back. We had so much fun with our holiday party last week. We want to talk about the perfect guys of a certain age New Year's Eve party. Jay, read us the rules. The rules are simple. It can be any actor who played in any Star Wars movie or anything you know related to Star Wars, living or dead. Okay, so that includes Family Guy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the BBC radio drama. Ah, yeah, but I'm not gonna go. Yeah, that far. I didn't. Yes, I didn't Brock go that Peters. far. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. That's right. So, so basically, if if they were played a role in Star Wars, they can be invited. Okay. All right. Well, why don't you start us off? Who's your first? I will start us off. Are we going to have like some bouncer to keep, you know. Star Trek out? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can't mix the universes. Sorry, Shatner. Yeah. You can't come in. Yeah. See you, Leonard. <laughs> can't come in. Why All right. Okay. So my first one is John Williams. Oh. I was good. And I thought about him too. His role was very brief in uh, Rise of Skywalker as a kind of a bartender. But his influence was instrumental. Oh, huge. Uh, very, very good. See what I did there? Instrumental. That's even better than what I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, so. yeah. I mean, who's he made the original happen. I mean, from what we watched and listened to, the, the Star Wars A New Hope without the music would not have led to all this other. I mean, I, predict. I agree. You know, yeah. Lucas's uh, peer group who saw the initial cut panned it pretty bad. Right. Yeah. You know, was it, uh, it wasn't Fincher. Who was it? Who? You had, who? No, it, uh, Fincher probably. No, uh, Fincher wasn't old enough. To uh, he, he was working at <laughs> no, Blockbuster at that point. Uh, it was uh, Brian De Palma. It was De Palma who, who, who really raked him yeah. over the coals uh-huh. pretty hard. Steven Spielberg saw it. Francis Ford Coppola saw it. Um, Scorsese? Was Scorsese? Scorsese was in there too, I believe. Yeah. yeah. It was that whole little yeah. group of early directors. The, the American Zotrope yeah. uh, group. And so. De Palma really yeah, raked it over the coast. Spielberg's the one that came in and said, hey, look, I see what you're doing. Because, you know, he had, we're getting way off of your gift. <laughs> but we had, he had like dogfight footage from World War II movies or World War One movies. Yeah. And, uh, and, and dropped in where the, the battles between uh, Starfighter, uh, uh, X-Wings and, and uh, TIE, TIE fighters. fighters would go. <laughs> so imagine that there's something up in here, and then over here there's going to be. So you had to have imagine a lot. Oh, wow. So. There's a reason Spielberg and Lucas made millions. And, That's right. Brian and De Palma. And, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. all right. right. So, so John Williams first up. <laughs> Absolutely. Great choice. Who's yours? Uh, let's see. Mark Hamill's my first choice. And I don't have these in a particular order. That's who I'm going first. Okay. Mark Hamill. Yeah. I'm trying to stick to the living. Did I say that already? Yes, you did. Yeah. Trying to stick to the living. Mark Hamill. And Mark Hamill, again, we kind of mentioned this last time we did this. He'd be, you know, one of those that would be a multi-part uh, guest. We could talk uh, The Joker. We could talk uh, all kinds of stuff with Mark Hamill. Okay. Comic book stuff. He's a, he's a He is definitely a guy of a certain age. He is. Uh, and who I wouldn't be the oldest one anymore. Uh, you but, would not. Uh, yeah, would that's not. right. But uh, he just seems like a really... Good guy on talk shows. He comes across as kind of a fun guy, very he's, down to earth. He's one of us. He's one of us. That's right. That's right. So, all right, good choice. I'm not sticking with the you have to be alive rule. Okay. So, well, you know, I broke it for every one of my choices. For everybody. Last time. So, uh, my first choice would be Peter Cushing. Yeah. See, that was when I started to Yeah, Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah. Um, you look at his body of work uh-huh. beyond Star Wars, and he also played a certain Gallifreyan Time Lord. In Who? the cinema version of Doctor Who, which he was an a- alien in that. That's not canon, though, right? No, it's not canon. Yeah, but it is kind of fun. 
it's something. It's so <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but that would be fun to talk yeah. to. But you know, his his body of work is just oh, pretty the Hammer amazing. films, Frankenstein, Van Van Helsing. Yeah, yeah, great stuff. So Grand Moff Tarkin, yeah. he would be a good one. He would be, and it would be. Go ahead. No, 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 no. We're going to wait and see who's revealed and then I'll comment. Okay. So, all right. That's, that's my first. Okay. Jay, who's number two? My second is uh, Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. What's Mandalorian. He, he played a stormtrooper, the one that beat up Yoda the, the whole stormtrooper time. on the bike. Uh, yeah. We should say you can recognize him. That should be a, uh, well, no, we didn't. Oh, so. well, then you're, you're ruining the rest of my list. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah, for sure. I just, I just. I don't know if he's what he's like in real life, but yeah. I, have I think whole he's a Ted pretty Lasso good guy too. Yeah. In my head, and yeah. just thought it'd be fun to have her. He will always be Ted Lasso from here on. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he will never be able to escape it. Yeah, he probably could not have played that play that stormtrooper now that he's storm, Ted Lasso. That go, that's Ted Lasso punching <laughs> Grogu like that. <laughs> believe, believe, believe. <laughs> yeah, and didn't yeah. they say that that. That model, that robot, or whatever that they used was like millions of dollars. Yeah, I like think Favreau why you have a stunt to, prop out yeah, there? Yeah, how to tell him to keep take it easy on the, on the uh, model? Stop beating Grogu up. So, all right, Jason Sudeikis, uh, I'll allow it. Okay, thanks. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. All right, who's yours? Uh, I'm going to go with Ewan McGregor next. Ah, okay. Yeah. Obi Wan. Yeah, I was going to pick Ewan later, but I, yeah, why were you going to pick Ewan McGregor? I just, again, one of those folks that I think he's, to me, the best part of the prequel trilogy. So, so has he overtaken as the definitive Obi-Wan Kenobi? I kind of think he has. I mean, that's, you know, no slight against uh, Sir Alec Guinness. Sir Alec Money Grab Guinness. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but um, when I picture, I mean, when I picture Obi-Wan, now I think of, of him. And I, I think too. that will even be more solidified with the series that's coming out. Which mm. may be 2022 for yeah. the uh, Kenobi series, mm-hmm. but, you yeah. know, it, there's a lot of excitement. He's also, on. and have I mentioned this, he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. Nice. All right, uh-huh. my, my second would be George Lucas himself. Ah, I thought he, about him, too. He had yeah. a cameo in which one of the prequels? He had, oh, it was in... Uh, the Attack of the Clones. One. I think yeah. it was Attack, Attack of the, the Clones. Clones. Yeah, when they go in and they're looking for, um, it's right before the assassin comes out. Yeah. yeah. So, so I see a stormtrooper too. I read no, something about no, him. He's, he's like a you can see him. Yeah, because like like a bodyguard thing or something. I thought he was like some kind of ambassador or something. Yeah, he may he's be got in got some a big sort of suit on. I think one of his kids is with him in, in there too. I, you're yeah. right. Yeah. You're right. So you can actually see him. Yeah. You can. You're trying to pull that technicality. Yeah, you are. <laughs> but I would like to specify I want young scrappy George Lucas, oh, not not old, old uh, complacent George mm. Lucas. Okay. I want George Lucas from 75, 76, 77, not 2000s yeah. era George. I want Lucas. him to DJ the party too. <laughs> We'd like something slow. No, faster, more intense. That's right. That's right. Faster, more intense. Okay, Nothing so George Lucas. Rock from uh, American Graffiti. That's right. That's right. All right. Who's up next? Frank Oz. Ah. Again, <clears throat> you don't see him, but, you know, wherever Yoda is, there he is. He and, is Yoda. Uh, and, you know, I was thinking when you take the Yoda idea out a little bit, I think Yoda is one of the most memorable characters 
in the whole Star Wars thing. Because yeah. even with the Mandalorian, we know his name is Grogu, but we everybody still, call still calls him Baby Yoda. Still to this day call him Baby Yoda. Yeah. Right. And any blow-up like, Christmas you know, Yoda that you see on, in it's like, yards, oh, there's Baby Yoda. No, it's not Baby Yoda. That's Yoda. Yeah. But anyway, Frank Oz, huge impact. It's like Xerox. You know, yeah. every one of those creatures is, uh-huh. is a Yoda. Yeah. So, yeah, Frank. And so, in, was it in Phantom Menace where there was a cameo of an E.T.? Or was that Attack of the Clones? You know, you saw. I, I, I remember the scene, but I don't remember which. So, one. did Frank Oz do ET? Was he the puppeteer for ET? I e. don't think so, but I'm not sure. Maybe he did. I don't know. He may have. I don't know. I don't know about that. I okay. thought that was uh, Stan Winston stuff. It may have been Stan Winston yeah. stuff. So, okay. All right. Who's your next? Who is my next? I've lost my thing here. I'm gonna have to come up with like a, another number five, I think, because he took my. Oh. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with Harrison Ford next. Okay, that was. Definitely and I kind of debated about this because I'm thinking I'd love to have Han there. Harrison, I'm not really sure about. He's going to be much fun at a party. <laughs> is he bringing Callista with him? I thought you were asking, is he bringing weed? And I said, he probably would. That seems to go nowhere without it. Well, he was on my list, too. And I thought, <laughs> because I'm going to come up with another one. But the um, the reason I had him on was just to find out what he's really like. Oh, yeah. Because I love his and the thing any is, role he plays. Is I he love. not Jack Ryan? Is he not like Jack Ryan? Is I that don't not think him? so. I'd Let like me ask you this. Out. Han Solo... And then Indiana Jones. Who do you think of third when you think of Harrison Ford? Jack Ryan. Yeah, for sure. Jack Ryan, me too. Yeah. They said he's best. How dare you, Mr. President? I think of him as Blade Runner. Oh, sure. And I I may think of him as Blade Runner before I think of him as Jack Ryan. But if I'm just listing characters, I mean, I can't, I can't. Yeah, Rick Deckard is the Blade Runner's name. You're going yeah. to call him Blade Runner. But they said, oh, he's best well, he's most well known for those characters. And I'm thinking, He's got to be as well known for Jack Ryan as, Absolutely. as uh, certainly as Blade Runner, if not more so. I would think the general public knows him better as Jack Ryan than anybody else. Absolutely. Yeah. Patriot Games was a huge hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else was? Clear and Present Danger. Yeah, Clear and Present and Patriot yeah. Games. Yeah. yeah, Those were gigantic yeah. hits. And those were the two probably, uh, Hunt for Red October to me is the best. Yeah. I think probably Box Office, maybe the other two did a little Absolutely. better because Hunt for Red October caught everybody by surprise. Yeah, it may have done great. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How dare you, Mister? Pre- and every one of them, he's got, got the, the hand for hand. So point. no, the Harrison Ford point. Yeah, I mean, right. So he hand. could be standing beside George Lucas and doing the point like he's he could. In some disc. He could. <laughs> yeah. He could. Anyway, I Harrison Ford's long been one of my favorite actors, and uh, and I, I would be cool just to meet him and see yeah. him. I, I and you see him on the talk shows, and he's always a little gruff and grumpy and stuff. So maybe we could do that together. I think he would fit in with you really <laughs> yeah, well. He, he's your long lost. That's brother. right. That's so. right. My number three is Christopher Lee. See, okay. I wondered if that's where you're going. That's why I didn't bring this up before. Yeah, and because I, I mean, again, body of work. Christopher yeah. Lee is a phenomenal actor. Mm-hmm. Um, Saruman from Lord of the Rings. Yep. What even as we record this two days from now. The 20th anniversary of Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, anyway. Chris- and, of course, with Peter Cushing and all the Hammer stuff, he was Dracula to Cushing's Van Helsing and then the creature to... The Black uh, Lagoon. To, no, no, the creature to uh, Peter Cushing's Frankenstein. And he also played the mummy. So, he played all the He three did play the mummy. For Hammer. Yeah. yeah, not for the original Universal stuff, but all the Hammer versions of it. It was, it was Hammer Time. Hammer Time. do, 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 do. Lucas isn't going to play that. No, he's not. He's not. <laughs> Lucas, so. don't play that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's your number four? My number four. Okay, well, almost since it was going to be Harrison Ford, so I'm going to choose Carrie Fisher. 
See, I was going to choose Carrie Fisher, too. Okay, well. Yeah, but that's okay. Carrie Fisher would be a lot of fun. At I party. think so. I mean, you oh, look sure. at her other roles. Uh, well, Harry Met Sally, in yeah. particular. I'll have what um, she's having. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's not the one that said I that. I know she's not, but it's Anyway, yeah, I think, I think she'd be fun. Yeah. I mean, maybe a little bit of the younger Carrie, but I'll take whatever she'll come ask me. <laughs> Okay, I know that was very strange. It sounded yeah. so. So, do you want? Head. Do you want like um, slave girl? Is that what you're looking for? <laughs> what's, slave your, girl what's your for? <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. I was just going to say, do you want Return of the I Jedi? Leia? I stay there, <laughs> or do you want Rise of Skywalker? Leia. Yes. <laughs> Have you read any of your books? Have I read any of her books? Yeah. No. no. Oh, you did. her stuff is so good. She's so funny. Yeah. Uh, she was just really just incredible, incredible, funny, just incredible writer, but just funny stuff. I, I loved her, her, her statement one time she was talking about, you know, uh, every time she looks in the mirror, she owes George Lucas five bucks. I thought that he owns was her, great. Yeah. Her own, he owns yeah. her likeness. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, I'll see your Carrie Fisher. And <laughs> since I'm staying with the living, I'll go with Natalie Portman. Okay. That's who I have. Hey. Yeah. Okay. They just completely stole my thunder. I'm going to have to look here. So, Natalie Portman. I Natalie agree. Portman. I mean, uh, from the prequel trilogy, mm-hmm. again, I th- a, a, a good part of the, the prequel trilogy. But also, again, we talk about body of work. She's in the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe right. as uh, Jane Porter. What's her name? That's, uh, right. Oh, that's Starzan's wife. <laughs> Uh, Jane Foster. Jane Foster. Uh, anyway, and she's going to be Thor in the new movie coming out, so that'll be interesting. And then... Um, Did you say she's going to be Thor? Yes. Yeah, she's going to be Thor. Okay. Love and yeah. Thunder, uh-huh, baby. Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if she's going to actually have cancer in... I don't know, because that's what's going on with the character. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was speculation that you know Jane going to Asgard would cause her to contract cancer uh-huh. later. So yeah, okay, all right, we went off the rails on that. So. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, my makeup is Liam Neeson. Okay, good choice. So uh, obviously Qui Gon, you know, probably the one of the most <laughs> underused characters in the prequel because I really like Qui Gon Jinn. That's I think that's a true statement. Wow, they should have had him out. He, Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, exactly. No, no, go ahead. You're you're exactly right. He, he that scene should have been at least in the second movie. Yeah, because you should have kept Darth Maul and Qui Gon around for at least two movies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, because he made a great Jedi. Master. Oh yeah, really good. So, but. Uh, and had you know all the gravitas or whatever of of Obi Wan, right. you know, right there. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was, there, it was good. So yeah, he was great. Okay. So that's my number four. Who's your number three? Back to me. Yeah, I'm uh, trying to find somebody for my number five now. Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany. Oh yeah. From Solo. Yeah. 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 I, I just he just seems like such a fun person. Yeah. And I love he does. so yeah. much. I mean, not just Vision. Uh, he was in a Wimbledon movie yeah. and some other movies, and just Beautiful looks like mind. he's having a blast. Yeah. Every time. Really and talented so, guy. Exactly. It, but you see the. Like the behind the scenes stuff, and he always seems like somebody that seems like kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a good choice. I like him too. So, okay, what's your next? Uh, have I said John Boyega yet? No, no. John Boyega. Now you've said it. Okay, you said go. it twice. Yeah. Good night, John Boyega. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I, I have nothing further to add. That was, that was <laughs> top. Yeah. Really? Again, one of those people that. Uh, 
seems to me to be, and I was kind of back and forth between some of the other ones, but uh, he just seems to me to be so excited about Star Wars. I know there's some things that he would like to change about what would happen with his character in some of the later movies, mm-hmm. but especially that first one, you see Finn's reaction, and I think it's very much uh, the reaction that he had to being part of Star Wars. So mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. To, it would be cool to be with somebody that uh, still had a little fanboy uh, feeling to the whole process to it. That's a good thought. Yeah, it would. Mine number five, which nobody's talked about yet, but it's Arkabula, Mississippi's finest, James, James Earl, Jones. Earl Jones. Yeah, I thought about him too. Yeah, but you didn't say him. I did. Nah. Of course, yeah. you never see him, though, do you? You don't. You don't. Well, you don't see Frank Ozzie? You or? don't see Frank Ozzie either. Well, I'm just saying that came up or earlier. Anthony Daniels. So. Yeah, yeah, Anthony Daniels. Or, I had or, Anthony Daniels or at Kitty one Baker, point. But he would talk too much. Yeah. You know, Anthony Daniels, you have to tell him to shut up and, yeah. you know, go talk to the dishwasher or something. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a moisture evaporator, know, right? That's right. A dishwasher is a moisture evaporator. Yeah, yeah. I wish mine did a little bit more evaporating, but that's another. Well, maybe if you go to Mechanics. Tashi Station, oh, maybe if you go dry. to Tashi Station, you'll get you some. get some motivators. <laughs> wow that that was the best wine, the best Luke best wine, yeah. wine yet. Yeah. So, so All right. uh, that's a pretty good group of 15. We should have said, what are we going to have each person bring? You know, what would be oh, gosh. Anthony Daniels bring hors d'oeuvres as protocol kind of thing. <laughs> Mark Hamill bring the wine. <laughs> we already said what, but Harrison Ford may bring. And yeah. Anyway, so what would James Earl Jones bring? Whatever he wants to. Yeah, that's right. So who, who is the more iconic voice now? Is it James Earl Jones or Morgan Freeman? Oh, I think it's Morgan Freeman just in general. See, I, I don't know. I, I still I, think James Earl Jones has got that, you know, voice of God. Yeah, deep. I, it's a, it's a, it's a real toss up because you you see the the memes that say, you know, if someone had to narrate your life, not Morgan Freeman, who would it be? And it's like James Earl Jones, of course. It's always Sam Elliott for me. Is it? Yeah, I like that choice, uh-huh. <laughs> Sam Elliott. Yeah, yeah. What uh, what commercials? Yeah, does he used to do the beef stuff. Took over for Robert Mitchum doing that. But, yeah. Uh, if have you seen? You've all seen Big Lebowski, right? Yes. Parts of. I've not seen the whole. Okay. Thing well, he narrates the Big Lebowski as it comes. That's in. right. That's right. And he's Ooh. in this new thing, 1883, that's coming out. Soon oh, that's the prequel with, to Yellowstone. Yeah. Maybe Tim McGraw. Yeah. Have y'all watched Hill? Yellowstone? Have not. Neither. Have you? Jim? I have not. Boy, I guess we're kind of really behind because that, yeah. that's targeted to our certain age demographic. Is it? I'm yeah. going to watch it, though. My uh, my daughter actually paid for her own streaming service. <gasps> I mean, rather than say, what is the password? <laughs> that's the greatest yours? Christmas present ever. <laughs> I know, right? So she got uh, Peacock so they could watch Yellowstone. So okay. I may watch it now. Okay. Speaking of stream, go, sorry, Mrs. Reed. And then you'll go, why is my daughter paying to watch this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else is Probably on Peacock? So. Yeah. I, we yeah. kept stars to watch Outlander. I said, what the heck? You can we get it on talk Netflix. about Peacock. I, well, I you can't get the, the new day. season. Yeah. And now that we're coming out of the Droughtlander, that's what they call it when the Outlander had been on for <laughs> several seasons. Wow. I totaled up how much I'm paying for streaming services. Any, yeah. any guess? I think I told uh, you. You told me, so oh, I won't gosh. guess. Yeah. I'll recuse myself from guessing. Per month? Per month. That's $70. Oh my gosh. 206. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh Mrs. Well, I'm paying that for cable plus the streaming services. Well, I've got a Hulu and an ES in a um, YouTube Live. I've got Hulu for the house, YouTube Live for the cabin. I think I'm about to consolidate those okay. and get rid of Hulu Live. So, but yeah. Hootube. That's what he's getting. Hootube, yeah. Well, of course, you know, even as we are 
speaking these words, YouTube Live and ESPN are locked into a fight about carriage fees. So, oh, yeah. or Disney, I should say. Yeah. So, so they'll lose ABC, ESPN. Yeah, and they'll yeah. lose all that. And they said it's a terrible time for that to happen. But <laughs> yeah, especially with uh, bowl season coming uh-huh. up. But to YouTube's uh, YouTube TV Live or whatever they call themselves these days, credit they sent out an email to subscribers that said, if that happens, we're knocking fifteen dollars a month off your bill. That's cool. Okay. And said you can go find other streaming. You know, you could get a, you could subscribe to ESPN Plus and a few other things. That was kind of interesting. So, all right. right. Good party. Happy New Year. So, what party would be more fun? Would it have been the Christmas party with the Marvel or the, the Star Wars party? At New Year's, well, that, I have more living people. Probably my fun, my the New Year's party would be for more fun for me. Yeah, probably so. What if we brought in just the people that overlapped the universes, Star Wars and uh, Marvel, like Natalie Portman, like Paul Bettany? We have several overlaps. We there. do, ah, we do, but we're not going to do that. There's our Valentine's party all week. <laughs> our Valentine's party could be very interesting. Okay, <laughs> I thought it was. Uh, I thought it'd be more like a Groundhog's Day party. Yeah, it keeps happening over and over, again. over and over again. Well, man. I think we're, we're we've definitely set the stage for future episodes with this. I idea. do think we need to add to this. What do they bring? What do we have to okay. bring to the party? All right, so all right, we'll make our guest party. We'll have food. We'll make our guest list, and uh, then we'll say what they're going to bring. So. Yeah. All right, we will see you next time. <laughs>